The opinions voiced in Money Night with Wade Chessman are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All indices are unmanaged and may not be invested into directly. Investing involves risk, including possible loss of principal. No strategy assures success or protects against loss. To determine what may be appropriate for you, consult with your attorney, accountant, financial, or tax advisor prior to investing. Guests on Monday night are not affiliated with CWM LLC. Investment advisory services offered through CWM LLC, an SEC registered investment advisor. Start planning now. What is it going to take to get there? Am I on the right track? What adjustments do I need to make? The idea is to get you to your ideal lifestyle and legacy. Along the way, there's going to be gaps, there's going to be dangers, there's going to be obstacles. What can we do to avoid as many of those as possible so you get to where you want to be? It's time for the Money Night Podcast with certified financial planner, Wade Chessman. Welcome in to the Money Night Podcast. I am Ben George, joined by Wade Chessman, who is a certified financial planner and certified kingdom advisor at Chessman Wealth Strategies. We talk a lot about retirement planning, financial planning, and today we're really going to hone in on the baby boomer generation. It is the group that is going into retirement by the thousands every single day. And there are a lot of different ch- concerns and challenges that are facing this generation that maybe weren't around for their parents and their grandparents. So we're going to address some of those and talk about some of the experiences Wade has with his clients who are many times baby boomers and, and talk about some of the things they've worked through in order to get everybody into retirement and comfortable and confident and happy and satisfied and all that. So that is the plan for today's podcast. Let me welcome in Wade Chessman. It's good to talk to you again, Wade. How are you? I've been doing great, Ben. Just living the dream over here. Um, <laughs> been up to Fayetteville a couple times and nice. didn't get a chance to go to a game, but uh, got to enjoy the atmosphere and it's nice to see a little bit of success going on with them. <laughs> I got to say I'm happy. Wanted- I'm happy for you. And I've, I've, I've won watching them closely. I mean, we've talked about it some on the show about how I don't think you had a lot of confidence heading into this season, but I think uh, there's a little more pep in your step today than normal. Yeah, I mean, you know, we don't have the Cowboys. Cowboys are horrible, so we might as well get something good going, right? Yeah, they. Oh, that's a whole different conversation. That's a whole. We could do a whole podcast on that. It'd be fun. <laughs> we could. Well, Wade's glad, you on the Cowboys. There you go. There you go. I'm glad that uh, that Arkansas has looked better. It's been fun to watch them. They're a turnaround team in college football right now. I think early on, uh, there's no question that what they've done has been a surprise, and it's been fun to watch. So, congratulations yeah. to you, and I'm glad that your daughter's getting to experience that as well. Yeah, she's enjoying it. Well, we're going to hop in today on the, on baby boomer this baby boomer conversation, and it's one I think. You know, going to be a lot of interest to people listening because, you know, frankly, everybody that's really thinking about retirement closely and planning for retirement right now are probably going to be baby boomers. So, you know, give me some idea, Wade, in terms of your client base. What what percentage would you say are actually baby boomers? I mean, I'd say a good 50, 60 percent, maybe even more. I mean, it's uh, obviously you think about it, that's the group that's in retirement coming up into retirement, already retired. But I mean, that's the group that's big segment of the population, number one. That's why they call it the baby boomers, right? Because there was mm-hmm. a lot of them. And, you know, they're in this phase of life right now where they need, I would argue, the most amount of help. So we have a lot of them. And there is a lot of help they need because this is a very unique situation for them and they face some challenges that haven't been there before them. So let's talk about those first. When you work with these baby boomers and you look at, you know, maybe their situation right now compared to what their parents were dealing with in retirement, what are some of the unique challenges that they have? 
Well, one of the biggest things is, you know, the way their retirement looks a lot different than their grandparents. So I've talked about my grandparents a lot on the show, Bill and Audrey, and their situation, you know, they're in their mid-90s. They get four checks a month, right? They get uh, two Social Security checks and two pension checks. Uh, my grandfather worked for the same company, Eureka Vacuum Cleaners, for like 50 years. And the, my grandmother was a teacher for a long time. They didn't really have to think about it a whole lot. I mean, it was they went to work, usually for one company. They got a nice pension. In their case, you know, big four checks a month coming in. It's great. It really wasn't that difficult. And, they, of course, they saved on their own and did other things. But even if they hadn't, you know, they wouldn't be destitute. They'd have money coming in every month. That, those days are gone. I mean, very few people have a pension anymore. They're still around, you know, like uh, government-type workers, police, things like that. But it's a lot more rare than it used to be. Even those have been, you could argue that those have a lot of issues. They're underfunded in many cases, and they've had issues. Um, they've had to reduce benefits in some cases. So pensions just aren't, the guaranteed pensions aren't there. So the burden has been put more on to the individual to prepare for financial goals, especially retirement, right? We no longer have defined benefit plans as much. It's more defined contribution plans, i.e. 401ks, IRAs, 403bs, TSAs. It's up to the uh, individual to then save and put away the right amount of funds and do the planning. And it's just a lot harder, you know, it's just not you just don't show up and it's done for you. You got to take responsibility for yourself. And it's a lot of people just don't have the education or, or it's not even the education so much. It's just like, Hey, I've got a life, you know, I've got to live, I've got to work, I've got kids, I've got family. I don't have time to be an expert on how, what it's going to take to get there. So I think that's the biggest challenge difference that, uh, the baby boomers are facing. You know, and you even say that, I, I just think about, you know, a lot of times you rely on your parents to give you guidance, especially financially. And, you know, the baby boomers didn't have their parents saying, hey, this is how you save. This is what you need to save. This is, these are things you need to be doing to look out for yourself. Now, baby boomers will be passing that down to their children, hopefully saying, hey, you know, you need yeah. to put money in a 401k or a Roth or whatever it is. And they'll have kind of a, a leg up on that. But the baby boomers are kind of that in between where they have to kind of figure it out on their own a lot of times, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's a kind of a new world that they're, the baby boomers have come up with all kinds of new things, right? You know, yeah. What it means to actually retire, you know, uh, tech, new technologies, all kinds of things have come along. But it is more of a challenge now to be successful in all this because, like I said, the, the burden is more on them and there's more to it. So, yeah, it takes more work. It takes more expertise. And that's what we're here for. So those are the challenges that we see from baby boomers. Let's talk about some of their specific fears or concerns. And I'm guessing a lot of them might be tied into these challenges. But what do you keep hearing again and again from baby boomers? A lot of times, you know, somebody will come in and they will have done a good job maybe of accumulation of their wealth. And, you know, it was, they, they figured it out. You know, I've got to start putting money away. I'll do it early. I'll stay disciplined to doing that. I'll save in my 401k. I will, you know hopefully be able to save outside of that. But if nothing else, I've got my 401k, my IRAs. I'll just keep putting money in it. I may not even know exactly what I'm doing it for. I just know that's what I need to do. I've been told I need to do it. And they get to the end. It's time to then retire. And they're like, now what? The whole idea, the accumulation phase is a lot different than the deaccumulation phase, right? There's a lot more work there. It's a lot more difficult because 
you know, when you're accumulating wealth, you can afford to take some hits along the way, especially if you keep adding to it. But when you're in the income phase of life, it's a little more challenging because you can't afford usually to take a huge hit against the portfolio because when you're taking money out of an uh, of a portfolio and the portfolio and the market's going in the wrong direction that can be a double whammy it can eat away your hard-earned principal over time so it just becomes more challenging so i'd say that's one fear that you know what do i do now that i'm in this different phase of life another fear you know it's common is am i going to have enough money to make it uh, how am I going to pass along money to the next generation? Some of the things, probably the same concerns that a lot of people have, but the biggest one I say is that I see is even if they've completely done it themselves, when they get to the finish line and they're ready to maybe retire or you know do something else, maybe doesn't pay as much. It's like okay, now it's it's go time. I can't afford to mess this up. I need to come up with a plan of attack that will get me to the the finish line well. And so that's the biggest thing I see from a fear and concern standpoint is, you know, I don't want to mess this up. So I need some help. Yeah. Nobody wants to mess up their retirement. And that's why we rely on you, Wade, and and Chessman Wealth Strategies. And that's the goal on this show. So in general, let's talk mistakes. What are some of those mistakes that you're seeing that they're making again and again and some stuff that maybe we can point to and say, hey, be careful not to do this if you're getting close to retirement? Well, I would say, you know, the, one of the keys would be to not wait and not wait and do planning till the very end. But, you know, if you've got 10, 15 years to go to retirement, start planning now. What is it going to take to get there? Am I on the right track? What adjustments do I need to make? The idea is to get you to your ideal lifestyle and legacy. Along the way, there's going to be gaps. There's going to be dangers. There's going to be obstacles. What can we do to avoid as many of those as possible so you get to where you want to be? So I'd say mistake one, number one is not planning early enough. Uh, I see that a lot. Mistake number two is, you know, my investment strategy that got me to where I am. Maybe it worked really well, but it may not work as well on the way down. So the way up is like, I, I don't know if I told you this, Ben, but a couple weeks ago I went on a hike to the highest peak in Colorado. It's called Mount Elbert. Okay. And you know, going up was challenging, but then you're you're there and you're at the top and it's snowing and you're like this is great. But then you got to go back down. <laughs> like, you know, it was hard enough going up and going back down. It was like, you know, you had to go through snow, but you're headed down, so you're at this pitch and you're, you know, I get to the in, you know, I'm like I get to the tree line. I'm like, oh, I'm almost there. And it's like another three hours and your foot's bleeding. And, you know, you just, it's a different set of challenges on the way down than there was, the was on the way up, you know. It's, it's, so I think that's a big mistake I see with baby boomers is they just think, well, what got me there is going to keep me there and I don't need to do anything different. That's not usually the case. There's going to be more to it than that. So that's another mistake I see. And then the, the third, mis- another Maybe a third mistake is not looking at your situation holistically, right? You may have good investments, but maybe you haven't done enough work on the asset protection side. So maybe you haven't looked at long-term care or your, you know, your drive around state minimums. And there's the key is to look at things from a big picture standpoint and not just look at them in a vacuum. So those are three big mistakes that I see. I had to get that hiking story in there though because it was so cool. I like that's impressive. I, I like yeah. that. It, uh, who did you go with? I went with a friend and we had a great time. And 
I was telling a friend yesterday about it, and of course he's done it like three times, and I was like, oh, okay. But <laughs> it was, for me, it was pretty awesome. So. Yeah, that is awesome. It's a great accomplishment for sure, and a great analogy for what uh, we're facing right now too. So, look, you know, we we wanted to kind of point these things out for baby boomers because. Yeah, I'm assuming that a lot of people listening to the show are going to be baby boomers who are thinking about retirement, actively planning for retirement, hopefully. But I guess too, Wade, it's good to point out, I mean, there are some baby boomers already in retirement, many that are going today and tomorrow and the next day, but some that are still a few years out. But no matter how close you are, it's really never too late to start putting that plan together and addressing some of these challenges and concerns. I would agree 100%. So make sure you do that. You can get in touch with Wade a couple of different ways. Chessmanwealth.com is the website. Check it out there. And again, there's also some great resources on the site. If you haven't been on there yet, uh, make sure you do so. Go under insights. There's a lot of different tools there that you can use, including a link to get all of our past podcast episodes as well. If you want to go back and listen to some things we've talked about before. But if you want to call Wade directly, you can do that as well. His number 214-572-2120. Get in touch with him and you can go ahead and set up a time to sit down and meet and start facing some of these challenges and addressing these concerns and making sure you're comfortable as you get into retirement because, you know, it is a unique set of challenges for you as a baby boomer. And, you know, it's going to be different, but it's, it's important to have somebody that's as like, wait, who's worked on these things every day and very familiar with some of these issues that you're concerned about and can help you work through them. So that's very, very important. It's time for the mailbag. We want to hear from you. Let's turn now to the mailbag and answer a couple questions, Wade, on the show. Some things that have come in to the Money Night podcast. And let's begin with Ian. He writes in and says, My long-term care policy says it will pay out a maximum of $250,000 during my lifetime. Is that enough coverage? Good question, Ian. You know, it may or may not be. That's something that would come out in the planning standpoint. You know, my deal, I'm a fan of long-term care. I think it's an important for most people, it's an important component of their of a successful retirement plan. But I'm also, you know, you can get you can buy a Cadillac, or but you can also get a Buick. They're both going to get you to where you want to be, uh, but one's going to be a lot less expensive. So the thing with long-term care is the way I look at it is you're not necessarily trying to cover all the cost associated with um, that you would have with long-term care. It's designed to be a supplement. You know, your Social Security is still going to be there. Your investments will still be there. The idea behind long-term care insurance is to, for it to be a supplement so that you don't have to eat away your portfolio to pay for those long-term care expenses. So it's like any other form of insurance. It's like you can insure all the risk or you can insure some of the risk. It's that you have to decide, you know, what you're comfortable with. So the 250 maximum, that may be enough if you have Alzheimer's and you're in a facility for eight years, it may not be. Uh, but that's that just like your homeowner's insurance and your auto insurance, you know, it's a, you have to decide what level of comfort or le- level of risk you're willing to take. So we'd have to look at the policy and see if it, it still makes sense for you, but certainly um, could be enough, but that's a pretty good number. We just have to look at it from a big term perspective where you live, the average cost. There's going to be a lot of factors that go into it. Yeah, a lot of factors, Ian. So go ahead and schedule a time to sit down and go through that and see whether or not that's exactly how much you need or whether or not you should adjust that coverage and uh, be confident in your decision. Red is next up. He writes, I never worried, and Red, by the way, is a great Texas name. I love that. Yeah, I love Red. (laughs) I never worried too much about the market when I was working. 
But now that I'm retired, my stomach is in knots every time the Dow has a bad day. Should I just move everything to cash so I don't have to worry too much? Kind of going back to our earlier conversation about the baby boomers things, right? He never worried about it when he was working, but now that he's retired, he's it's a different ball game, right? It's a different situation because now we're in go time. So I don't typically recommend you move everything to cash. I think it would be dependent on your plan. And I, I mean, we've talked about this too before, Ben. You know, I've got this record player in here and it's broken and just keeps playing the same thing over and over <laughs> again. But basically what it comes down to is planning, right? You've got to look at it from a long-term perspective and you have to understand your goals and your tolerance for risk. If you If you can't handle any risk at all and you want all your money to be under your mattress, then you better have a lot of it to make sure it's going to be there for you over time. So what's that comfort level for you? And that's what we can help you determine when we do planning. So uh, having a plan, I mean, it's not perfect, but it certainly helps you have less concern and worry every day. And at least you know you're, you have a plan that you can follow. There's going to be times when, you know, the plan doesn't mean that things don't, you know, some things don't go up and some things go down. It just means that you have a, a roadmap in which to stay on and you're not tempted to get off the path all the time. So that's what I would say to that question. It's a good one though. Red. It, it is a good one, Red. And and it look, I know you joke about it being a broken record, but I mean it's important that we always emphasize that that planning is the answer for many of the questions that are out here. And a good plan. I mean not just not just any plan, proper planning is I guess more more important for that. And that's why we work with you, Wade, and talk to you every day or, or every episode to figure this thing out and, and kind of help people understand that. And if we have to keep saying it every episode, we'll keep doing it. But I think that's an important thing to stress. And Red, if you have a plan, go ahead and get a second opinion. And if you don't, go ahead and sit down and, and build one that you don't have to worry about it because no one wants to spend retirement worrying about what the uh, the market's doing every single day. That is no way right. to live your life for sure. Well, let's go ahead and close it out, Wade, on that note. I appreciate it. I know, um, hopefully, looking forward to some future episodes. I think you might have some business owners maybe coming on and and, and joining the show. So I think, you know, some things to look forward to. Yeah, we're going to do some uh, interviews with business owners and kind of get their thoughts and what's going on. So I'm looking forward to that as well. Um, I'm going to try to do an episode by myself, Ben. We'll see Uh how it goes, man. I got faith. I got faith. You carry this show anyway, Wade, so you'll be fine on your (laughs) own, no question. Uh, Make sure you hit subscribe, too, so when that next episode comes out with the interview, uh, you'll have it uh, delivered directly to you. But again, everything can be found online at chessmanwealth.com, and I encourage you to call Wade. Make some time to to set up an appointment, meet with him, get this planning underway if you haven't already. It's 214-572-2120. So thanks for joining us here on the Money Night Podcast. We look forward to talking to you again. And Wade, appreciate the time as always. Hopefully we've helped out a few baby boomers today. Awesome. Thanks. The opinions voiced in Money Night with Wade Chessman are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All indices are unmanaged and may not be invested into directly. Investing involves risk, including possible loss of principal. No strategy assures success or protects against loss. To determine what may be appropriate for you, consult with your attorney, accountant, financial, or tax advisor prior to investing. Guests on Monday night are not affiliated with CWM LLC. Investment advisory services offered through CWM LLC, an SEC registered investment advisor.